The hardest part is getting it in the door, of course, right? Once we're in the door, as we see here, it opens up so many different opportunities for us to provide an interoperable future-proof roadmap. Hello and welcome to the Phoebe Insider podcast. I have Rob Anson, our CEO and founder of Phoebe here. Rob, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. How's the week gone this week? The week has been, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, you're too young, I'm guessing, but uh, one of the first movies I remember watching uh, with my dad was with Clint Eastwood, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. It kind of feels like my world the last 30 days, but uh, two different sides, of course. Uh, it's been, you know, challenging, frustrating. It is what it is on the audit side. Uh, that's progressing nicely. So happy about that. Business side is complete opposite. It's it's going great. Uh, so there's a lot of excitement there. As we come towards uh, the end of the year, obviously, that's the focus of the the business close as much as we can ahead of the Christmas break here and start the new year off right. And it's been an interesting week. There's there's been a lot of different stuff come to us. It's it's always an adventure because you know so much of our business. I know that most people don't know it is, it is inbound lead generation that people are on the keyboard searching for AI and data solutions and, and digital wallet and credential and loyalty and mobile solutions. And we're right there. And uh, it's it's pretty cool. That's one of the fun parts is definitely seeing and hearing from David and Colby as to and Eddie, of course, where what's coming and and how did it come to us? And it's really interesting to see the significant amount of our business is all inbound lead generation. That speaks to the relevancy of our tech stack, of course, and and where we sit today. And we're pushing hard uh, to continue to drive new experiences and new use cases and new pilots and, and enterprise deals as well, of course, as the other SMBs that uh, people have seen of late. So it's, it's, it's great on that side. Capital markets is obviously always challenging and you just fight the fight and, and, and keep going forward. It's all, all you can do each, each and every day. Unfortunately, I know it sounds, you know, cliche, but uh, it's, it's just true. It's challenging. It's, it's, uh, it's a mental game. I think is the, the biggest thing and and i like it when times get tough because there's great opportunity out there and uh I, I think that's where we are today i think in you know we've seen here this week with interest rates talk of slashing magically now and markets uh, becoming more conducive and favorable to those you know conditions small cap is always the last because of the of course associated risk and and people unfortunately have had that very challenging 12, 14 months here. And there's not a lot of extra liquidity for people on a day-to-day basis to be throwing into the small cap market. But it's, uh, you know, it is what it is, they say, and each day is its own. And uh, we're heading in the right direction. So I'm a lot more positive than, uh, you know, I have been in the last few weeks, but maybe I'm just numb to the frustration. We're going in the right direction. and, And that's always a good thing for us. That's a great update. You covered a lot. And, and one thing that I really liked you you saying there was it's an adventure and it has been an adventure and a lot's happened these past few weeks and trying to navigate through that. And we are coming out on the other side. And, and something that I wanted to pick on with you is to really kind of talk about the relevancy of our tech stack and where are you seeing 
sort of the big moves or where have you seen the big moves this year and where do you think the big moves will happen within the next year uh, the end of this year um, and the relevancy yeah of of the tech stack that that, that phobie offers well i think it's very conducive to the market you know david spore i, I kind of laughed at him in a couple of years back when he said that the challenge with of course the business is product education and general market education and adoption and you know it's it's true people usually don't like change businesses it's why they stay you know anyone banking grocery these sorts of industries that's why cupels is so relevant and in that with these digital transformation pushes that uh, they're making in the industries that to me is where the opportunities ultimately lie you know it's these transformative changes that are inevitable you know there's no denying the world's going digital and mobile it's it's near there already where the focus is you know for me this has always been an output and activation of the data you know the data intelligence hub of which we've built and possessed today activates you know entry credentials verifiable certifications and in industry now that we're doing we start to look at loyalty the groups that we work with there now and it's really to me there's a gamut uh, of you know relevant opportunities that are very conducive to what we do um the agility of which we provide that enables a big part of it too the heavy lift of which we can offset plays a huge, huge part of how fast these things get off the ground and what budgets can be implemented now versus next year. And uh, I think it's sort of that plug and play model, which we built uh, data intelligence and digital verifiable credential is uh, set nicely, as you see here with so many different opportunities and projects at hand. Uh, one word that you you've said there was agility and, and how important is it to be able to use our tech in one industry and then be agile and move to another use case well i think it's very important i've always said agility is probably our biggest asset quite honestly being able to solve one problem for us it's that gateway once we're in the door the easiest the hardest part is getting it in the door of course right that initial step is is the hardest once we're in the door, as we see here, it opens up so many different opportunities for us to provide an interoperable future-proof roadmap. And that's really where the excitement comes from. All of these, you know, it's fun to be in the sales side, most definitely, because you've got so many tools and, and stories that you can tell to solve a problem. You know, that's, uh, we see that all the time. Everyone always loves, how can you help me today? But more importantly, what's the art of what's possible here, right? help us understand that that's where you know our sales team is is absolutely killing it now and shining is not just the value of today but more importantly ensuring them that we can provide this future proof value to provide them a true roi and value realization uh to their auditors and senior team as well thanks for explaining that so what what is next i guess at the i mean there's still a long way of the year to go even though people might disagree but what is next for the the end of 2023 and the beginning of 2024 we've got uh, obviously our year-end audit uh mm. cleared up uh, november 30th as uh, our deadline there that they're working towards we've got q1 to come right after that which will be nice because it'll give our updated view as to where the company's at and people will see uh, a lot of the change i look at you know we've got let's call it six weeks i'm guessing now 
uh, till the end of the year, obviously let's call it a month, uh, until the holiday season kind of comes to a gridlock here. There's a great deal of opportunities that Colby provided, obviously, us with, as you saw, you know, that uh, we're looking to close by year end. And uh, we're, we're set nicely. I think the biggest thing this is really, uh, this year has really taught us is to become more laser focused than ever. To go very, you know, we, we always have gone very wide to validate the technology and the business model and, and the value and so, these sorts of things. You know, and for now, uh, not for now, but now this is the exciting part is that the focus is very long and it's very narrow. Uh, and I think for us, we've we've seen great growth uh, with offshore, you know, development teams. Of course, uh, the integration components into Passworks and Pass Creators and, and Cupels and the other assets which we've acquired, you know, we're, we're, we're becoming a lot more streamlined. Uh, you know, we've always pushed this last six months towards net net as far as burn goes and get to cash flow positive. And, you know, we made a lot of hard decisions over the last six months here and we'll continue to do so to get back to that net neutral uh, on a burn, which puts us in a strong run rate position. So we're um, laser focused, uh, Nathan. And as you see, checking boxes, I think, is the biggest one that really trying to get everything to 100% checked off and then put away uh, before we move on to other shining balls, as they say. It is interesting hearing you say that because a lot has happened behind the scenes the past six months and to kind of move uh, a company like Phobia along and being laser focused and being relevant and being agile has just been three like major components to that. And you, we're seeing, you know, like you said, the deals coming through by the end of the year and um, it is an exciting time and it is an adventure. We, we've seen that or, or believe that uh, in Q2, things become a lot more favorable in the small cap space. You know, we're, we're seeing the broader markets change. We said that the bond and yields and, and everything now changing, the interest rates and inflation numbers are changing. So like I said, it's been a, a rough go, of course, and got to weather the storm really is, you know, I know you guys probably laugh every day. And when I say we are where we are, each day is its own and we got to make the best decisions for today. And, you know, this is where it's brought us now to this position of, of strength that uh, we're well situated, of course, and well timed for when things move. And uh, we're continuing to get more, 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 as, as we say each day, laser, laser focused and it's great to see how quickly things escalate for the positive um, when we've taken that approach now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and thank you for be, always being so open and honest and jumping on the podcast to kind of give us your thoughts and the updates of, of the company. Um, was there anything else that you could, you could let us know on? Yeah, I think part of these things is, is uh, I wish I could express more, you know, especially around updates around the, financials and stuff is it's you know uh, rightfully so an understanding that people's frustration and, and anxieties kick in and stuff but you know i am handcuffed and that's one of the things that i don't appreciate about running a, a public issuer is uh you know how little you can share it you know knowledge is always power and when people don't have that knowledge and understanding that's when the frustration and anger sometimes and anxieties uh, arise and i fully appreciate and understand that that's why i'm always happy to 
chat or communicate on here the best that I can to the masses. But, you know, I think it's like you said, um, positive always wins. And we've done a very good job of our team. And I'm very proud of our team that uh, everyone is bonded and solidified during these last six months here and really come together now to move the dial. And it's starting to pay off. Um, It's great to see and a lot of momentum, obviously, going into next year. And I think it uh, becomes well-timed with the markets and hopefully people will become uh, a lot happier in the broader perspective uh, with where the world is sitting because it's been definitely a, a challenging year for all. Yeah, it has. Again, thank you, Rob, for, for jumping on the podcast this morning and we'll have you online next week, I'm sure. Great. Thanks, Nathan.